0: You'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. I am overjoyed to share this episode this week. This is a really special one. I've been waiting for weeks and weeks to share it, and I have been really excited to finally release it in the world. And that is our conversation today with Bria Zoe. So Bria and I actually met in person in October of 2020. I was in Hawaii, living on the island of Kauai for a month, and I met Bria, and the first time I met her, I remember she was holding this big vegetable in her hand, and it was this brown kind of like oblong shaped vegetable and I had never seen it before in my life. And she came up to me and introduced herself and her energy already was just so infectious and so loving. And I was like, what is this vegetable that you have? And she's like, oh, it's a taro plant and she started to tell me a little bit about the taro plant and um, she was like it's really good you just cook it up it's kind of like potato and i was like okay wow yeah i'll definitely have to try it at some point and she's like here take this one And she gifted me this taro that she was carrying. And I will never forget that moment because I think it just speaks to her generosity and it just made me feel so welcome and so seen and just so grateful. So I wanted to share that little moment with Bria. And since then, I have been drinking her cacao. She owns an apothecary, Sacred Moon Apothecary, where she offers cacao that is grown on an organic farm in Mexico. And I fangirl her about it in this episode, but her cacao is the best I've ever tried. I've tried so many different cacaos, and I've been to Guatemala and had cacao and indigenous ceremonial cacao in Guatemala and in Mexico and in Peru, and her cacao is the best because you can really feel the love that she puts into it, and I think you're going to love her. You're going to love this episode. We talk about all things herbalism and using plants and herbs to support you in a different form of medicine, you know, really looking at medicine in a different way, looking at the things that heal us in a different way and allowing plants and herbs to support us in in doing that. So we talk about herbs and plants supporting us, not only physically and mentally, but also emotionally and spiritually too. We talk about health and healing and the body and the wisdom of our bodies. We talk about cacao and how cacao allows us to open up our hearts and connect us with our hearts and each other. We talk about metaphysical anatomy and her work with metaphysical anatomy, really connecting The body and the physical sensations that you feel in the body and maybe the pain or joy that you feel in the body, how that is all connected to emotional, psychological, spiritual things. Um, So I am obsessed with this episode, especially right now, because I've been so interested in herbalism and diving into the world of herbalism and learning more. And there's just so much, so much to learn. And having this conversation with Bria really allowed me to continue to spark that passion and It's just so fun to be able to listen back to this episode and really soak all the medicine that it has to offer. It's a really, really special one, and I think that just speaks to Bria and her energy that she brings. So I'm so excited to share this with you. Without further ado, let's dive into this conversation with Bria Zoe. Well, hello, Bria. Thank you so much for coming on the Creative Soul Podcast.
1: Hi. Thank you. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here.
0: Yeah, so the first question that I always ask everyone when they come on is what is currently fueling your
1: creative soul? Mm. Uh, Herbal medicine. Absolutely. Like connecting with the plants. It's just invigorating. Like I can't describe it in any other way besides like this ethereal feeling that comes when I'm working with a plant and I'm feeling it's energy before I've even consumed it. And I think that that's something I'm excited to tap into more is like really recognizing our ability to connect and feel deeper than I think we give ourselves credit for. So yeah, that's been really like lighting my fire as I create like tinctures and medicine and all the good things. So,
0: well, yeah. that's, I'm so excited to talk to you today because I feel like I'm at the very beginning of like what might become an herbalist or an herbalism journey and connecting with plants. Cause I, I haven't really like growing up, I feel like I wasn't really connected to plants. We were not taught that medicine or that like ancestral ancient medicine. I'm even learning more about like wild foods and foraging and just the fact that this is wisdom that hasn't been passed down to us. And so I'm so curious, what has your journey been like with herbal medicine? How did you get started with it? How did you start developing relationships with the plants? And yeah, give us, give us more of your background with that.
1: I love that you're getting involved in it. That has my heart so happy. Um, And I think more and more people deserve to know about the medicine that is all around us and within us. And so that's like really the line of work that I'm in is just, yeah, assisting people to remember that within themselves, but also everything that surrounds us. So I say our medicine lives within us, but there's allies that surround us like herbal allies. And those are the ones that I choose to work with personally. I got involved with herbalism. It was a pretty just wholesome experience as I was questioning, you know, my life's journey and what I'm going to do. And like, just really, I was on a walk. I was living in Portland, Oregon. And I remember just looking up at the sky and just kind of opening my arms and being like, what am I supposed to do here on this planet? Like, what is my purpose essentially? And there's, I have all these loves I have all these passions, but, or these ideas essentially of what I could do. But then I just heard this like simple thought that was like, what makes you happy? And I am walking down this trail. And if anyone knows Portland, Oregon, it's lush, green, vibrant, amazing. And I just looked at this plant and I was like, (laughs) plants <laughs> like plants make me really happy. And so I just really felt that like okay, well I'm going to run with that. This makes me really happy. This starts to make sense. Um I had like a vision come to me in that moment of me sitting in my grandma's garden when I was really young, just sitting in the patch of parsley and eating parsley and finding just so much bliss and joy in this in that space. And it was from those simple moments that I began to really let that expand. I uh, apprenticed at an herbal, at an herb shop with a master herbalist for a few years in my early twenties. And that is what led me through my education process. And through that I was certified as a family herbalist and I've yet to attain my master's in herbalism. (laughs) I feel like that's just something that will eventually come Mm. I'm super stoked for that day but really it ignited the passion not only ignited through I found joy in it but it was I have close family members and people that I love who I think just fell victim to pharmaceuticals in a sense where they were really doing the best that they could it wasn't like they but they were never finding a solution and I love I have so much love and respect for doctors I just get, came to this place where I was like, but there's, we're not seeing the results. Like we're not actually healing. In my experience, I just see everybody putting a band aid over what's really going on. And like, sure, you got rid of the symptoms, but did you even look down deeper to understand why that even started? Mm-hmm. And so my brain, just my brain and my soul and my body were like, wait, like we have to. I first, for myself, am doing something entirely different. But then I realized it became a lot of my life's mission to assist people to find and recognize our first our power that we've forgotten and so easily give away and second this knowledge that medicine is all around us and it's simply just learning how to work with it and yeah so that's kind of how I got involved and we're still cruising with it we're still expanding and still yeah blooming and I love it like I have all these tinctures going, and they have like, I think until the next moon cycle to come on the next new moon that's coming here soon, I'll be able to like strain all those and get all the medicine in preparation. I'm so excited to go through that process. It just lights me up.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even hearing you talk about it, I can feel your passion for it and your excitement for it. And I think, I mean, you're so correct. And I was just having this conversation with my fiance the other day about just the pharmaceutical industry and the fact that we don't look at the root. We just, we just, Mm -hmm. we treat the symptoms and doctors are taught in medical schools to treat the symptoms and not treat the root. And I think, Just the fact that like, I mean, like you were saying the fact that we have medicine all around us in our own backyards, in our own, in our own, like in the land that we are connected with. And I, and I think in this world where we're so disconnected from ourselves and we're so disconnected from nature, it's like, Mm -hmm. I was having this kind of awakening recently of like this realization that disconnecting from earth and disconnecting from nature only disconnects us from ourselves. And so you know, we have all of these allies around us, but most of us like have never even heard of or thought of, of eating them. Like that sounds so crazy to Mm -hmm. us because we're used to getting our food from the grocery store or the market or whatever it is, which just Mm -hmm. to me is crazy because it's only in recent years that that's even true for most of us, but that Mm -hmm. knowledge has been lost so quickly. And so Mm -hmm. I'm curious, just, I want to pick your brain a little bit about like, What are some of your favorite plants that you work with? What are some, like, have you felt a special connection with them? What are your, some suggestions for people who want to go on this journey, but really have no idea where to start. So that was kind of all a bunch of questions all in one, but yeah, like where would someone get started if they're kind of feeling this innate soul calling to like, Mm. start to discover Mm. the world around them and connect with nature in this new, more beautiful,
1: more wholesome, holistic way. Mm. I love that. To answer the question of how someone would get involved, like if they're feeling like, wow, okay, herbalism sounds cool, like this natural way of healing, but what method can I take or like it seems daunting because when we think of medicine, we think of like a jar filled with pills that is are dangerous if you take too much, right? And it's like, okay, I've got to make sure I take one. You know, and then six hours from now, I need to take another one and I can't take too much. And there's, it's very specific because it's, you know, that's the drug industry, essentially. Of yeah. It's scary in that way. But with herbs, full disclosure of what I'll offer is majority of the time, you're just fine. Like you never really have to worry about like taking too much or like you're probably taking too little, essentially, of like really herbalism is like herbs in my experience overall, yes, there's ones you need to be careful of. And it's very smart to use discernment and wisdom and educate yourself on what you're consuming, but it's safe. And that's another thing that I felt just like so much peace with is like, wow, like it's safe. There's really, there's not like this massive list of side effects that Mm -hmm. come from this. It's actually just (laughs) restoring and healing my body. Like, why are we not all choosing this? Um, And I think, and this is getting a little bit into deeper emotional like energetics, but I think it's that a lot of people aren't it's difficult to face what we're really going through. It's difficult to look at the emotional roots. It's really tough. And so I think a lot of the time, I have a lot of compassion for people who are just like, you know what, this doctor's telling me that this is gonna take it away. I'm gonna just take this. It's gonna take it away. Versus really facing it, really looking at it, really going deep and really being like, I'm going to heal myself. Like seeing, remembering our medicine within I think that's just an essential key factor that a lot of us have forgotten. So it's in my life's mission to assist in that remembrance of like our medicine lives within. Like we are so far more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. But I would say when getting into herbalism, there are like a few things that I did in a very innocent way when like learning about it and wanting to get involved, I would first look at my body and think like, okay, what am I experiencing that could like be better? Am I like, do I have achy joints? Do I have headaches frequently? Do I, I'm, my digestion is funky. Like think about like what's going on physically that you're not really like vibing with or isn't like in full alignment. And then search up herbs like on Pinterest or on Google and just like go free for all of being like herbs for digestion and then see which ones come up. And so then like ones that will probably come up are like cascada sagrada, which is a like Hispanic comes from like the Hispanic roots or peppermint is a very basic, like mint tea. Like you're pretty solid there. Like everybody's like, oh, okay, mint tea. But then like Senna is like a has laxative properties so it's going to be like assisting your body to fully release and there's so much more that like goes into that but i would say like when you find one go find your local herb shop or order it online and be like okay i'm going to get to know this i'm going to get to experience what this feels like in my body and start with just one and then see how that expands cuz in my experience from that i started to notice benefits i would be like wow okay like i feel better wow okay, well, that part of my body is actually improving. And like, if you're looking for guidance and insight for like, I don't even know if I can do this by myself, then that's when reach out to someone who is educated in this way. Like I, that's why I I offer like insight and guidance in that way. But yeah, I would say just like trust, trusting ourselves, trusting that like our innate ability to connect with this earth. And yeah, so that would be the basics I would offer. It's just like, kind of start with one little physical ailment and research and find maybe what is an herb that can assist with that. And then just start there before it gets too overwhelming, like you know, medicine cabinet filled with them yet, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm thank you for sharing that. Cause that's such a great tip because that was kind of me
0: where I was feeling overwhelmed by like the abundance of plants and herbs that are out there and and to learn the properties of. So I was like looking at books and looking at online, but to, to bring it back to that simplicity of like, okay, what do I what do I need right now? And kind of trusting that intuition too. Cause I actually had this, this like intuition that I needed to work with Rose. And so Mm -hmm. I started consuming a lot of like wild Rose and ordered some like Rose from Anima Mundi. And, and it just felt intuitively like, like my heart wanted to open. I was processing some grief at the time. So it felt like, okay, that like, it, it just, it, it kind of was intuitive that way. So that's just really good confirmation for people too that it's like trust yourself. You can start really small and start to like open yourself up to the world. I love that idea of just searching Pinterest because I'm sure so much will come up and then really starting to like develop and build a relationship from there.
1: Yeah. I also love, I'm going to pinpoint that you said you felt called to an herb when you were going through something emotionally, you know, Mm -hmm. that you had you were experiencing grief and an ally was there to support you. Not only physically, but emotionally as well. And that is where I'm like, that's absolute magic working with herbalism in my experience, because I'm starting, I started to learn quickly that it wasn't just the physical ailment in which the herb was assisting. It, it ran deeper on the soul level to on an emotional energetic level to like really assist and bring aid to like, If we're experiencing stress, it's not just relieving tension within the physical body, but on an emotional level, it's like rewiring and redirecting neural pathways in our brain to, in my experience, like with pharmaceuticals, it's like, it takes it away and it kind of puts this cap over it. But as soon as that medication wears off, what happens? It all comes rushing back. Like, so if I'm on say for myself personally, which I never have been, but taking for someone, I guess we'll just put a human, someone who takes anti-anxiety medication and, and then their anti-anxiety medication wears off. What happens? The anxiety just shoots right back up and they're searching for that bottle. Where is my bottle? Because I'm not okay. I need my medication. Now, I, again, I like have so much love and respect for doctors and Western medicine and all the aid in which it's assisted us to get to. So I, they're throwing no shade there only inviting people to dive a little bit deeper or to see a different possibility because for me it felt like at different points in my life there was just no possibility i just only saw one tunnel and it was really depressing so now like so just using discernment for yourself of whatever feels good but what i love about herbs is like it they'll go in and i use the three terms rewire Redirect and restrengthen because they're after I've taken something that assists me with my anxiety. Guess what? When it wears off, maybe I'll leave, need a little bit more of it. But after a little bit of time of taking it, it strengthens that system within my body to where I'm not dependent on it, where I'm actually strong within myself. And I'm like, wow, that's medicine. That's and but like you got to think it's like why don't they want us to know this? (laughs) That we wouldn't be strong on our own and no longer dependent on the system. (gasps) What? (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, and I love what you said too, about the amount of, I want to use the word bravery to really sit with our pain, Mm -hmm. because I think it is so hard to actually look that in the eye and face it. And it could be so easy to just get that band-aid solution because you just want to feel better now, or you don't have the resources to, to really take that time and space. So to, to have this alternative to medicine where, like you said, it not only makes you feel better, but strengthens, you know, and, and rebalances your body (laughs) and your natural levels like what a powerful tool that literally everyone should be using every moment of the day and it's like yeah why don't we know this ancient wisdom that our ancestors have been using for thousands of years and only in recent history we're not using it and look at how sick our society is
1: yeah I would say that like based on results like if we just look and. That's the thing. I'm so grateful for Western medicine. I'm so grateful for science for a lot of reasons. I'm so proud of humans for expanding in ways that like we're trying new paths. And I think that's great. I just want us to take a look at being like, hey, could we all just take like a back step and like look at the results? Mm-hmm. Look at humans. Like, are you healthy? Are we thriving? Not <laughs> as good as we can be, just okay. putting it out there. So it's like, maybe we need a little bit of returning to our roots. Which is totally okay, a rewire and reset. Which, like, I'm all in the passion of just like we've done it all wrong. Oh no! But it's like, what if there? What if we just said, hey, it's all good. Just like let's reset. All good, no matter where our life has led to up into this moment. Let's just return to our roots right now. Let's take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and be like, just like you did before the podcast. Like, okay, deep breath, center in. Here we go. And I think that that's the best advice I could give anyone who's looking to get into herbalism of just being like, you're doing life beautifully. Just shift, redirect, take another path, new perspective, and one that, like you're saying, is gonna offer healing on a deep level. And it does take bravery, it does take courage to look at our stuff and sit with some emotions. But that's why I love herbalism is because it we have allies of support, not things that come in and make us forget and but things that are there to be like, you're not doing this alone. If you have like when my muscles get all tense or like my brain is in a full whirlwind. Like Nervine herbs are amazing. Some of those are lemon balm and blue vervain. And it's a beautiful experience for me because if my brain is kind of going in over analytical mode and I'm like, ah, da, 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 and there's so much going on and like nothing positive is coming from this, I feel very overwhelmed. And I'm sipping some blue vervain tea, my body begins to relax my, cause it's a nervine. So it's working with our nervous system. And all of a sudden I'm able to process thoughts and I'm able to sit and be with how I'm feeling, but I'm able to shift and move through it in that moment, rather than just being like, I need to stop. However I'm feeling and cancel it out. So it's brave, but I think, yeah, just being able to face it and sit with that and recognize we have allies to support us.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah. If you're comfortable sharing, will you share a bit more about like your personal journey of maybe those hard things that you've had to really face or sit with and how plants were able to support you in that? I know you kind of just shared an example of that, which of the tea, Mm -hmm. which is like, so it's so, it reminds me that it's like, we, again, it's like I'm reminded how I'm not utilizing those in my day-to-day and how I might be reaching for something like coffee or sparkling water, like these things that aren't, aren't that those, those herbs. So it's reminding me to slow down and remember that we do have these allies, but yeah, I would love to hear just a little bit more about your personal journey and maybe some of the things that you've had to face to,
1: to then allow the herbs to really support you. Mm, Yeah. So when I, I mean, a lot of my experience in my personal journey was an observation of others at the very beginning of watching those around me who I loved deeply and dearly struggle with their physical body and struggle with their health. And I watched them try again and again and again, go to doctor, to doctor, doctor to find their solutions. And there was no results. It was just kind of keeping it things at bay. And I was like, it really inspired me. So this is why I'm really grateful for those moments is because it inspired and empowered me to be like, I'm going to find a way. Like, at least I'm going to educate myself on that. There has to be, I live in a world of infinite possibilities. And so if that is true, I'm finding the next possibility here. What is it? And so it was through the facilitation of those that I love that really inspired it to start with. And then for myself personally, I, when I was, 19 i lost my moon cycle so my menstrual cycle for 3 years and that was weird really weird so as a like as a woman bleeding every month is something that i didn't realize really is so crucial for our hormonal system and then also just on an energetic way like releasing and then rebuilding and like it's just yeah i have I just felt so lost, lost in my identity, lost in like my feelings and emotions and just really, yeah. So in that space being like, whoa, like what is happening with my body? How do I get this? Like, how do I assist my body to like fix itself essentially? And so I went from doctor to doctor to doctor and this was like, cause I was just being led by my like parents and people who loved and care about me to, Hey, Oh, go check out this doctor. Oh, go here. Oh, go here. And through one of the doctors that I went to, they ended up prescribing me. So I was really small at the time. I was like, I think that was also a contributing factor. I was way too skinny. And I, so there's just things they weren't taking into consideration, but I was like, they prescribed me this. I can't even remember the name of it, but this medication that was for I learned later is for people with diabetes and who, who struggle with weight and how, who would like need to lose weight. And so it was just this complete kind of like mishap that happened, but I, they put me on this medication that said that like would take my appetite away. And then, so then I stopped eating. So then I'm like on this completely malnourished like space meanwhile no moon and I'm like no menstrual cycle what is going on and so it really gave me time (laughs) in that pain to really be like search and plead for that reset to get back to myself and I think that heavy contrast really launched me into like full awareness of myself. And so I began to understand different herbs like red raspberry leaf and chase tree berry and like understanding what, how would that begin to bring balance nettle and how that would just nurture my system again. And it was a, it wasn't a quick fix. It was, you know, those years of working to assist my body. But in those years of that work, I became knowledge like knowledgeable. I had education. Now I have insight and I have awareness as to not only how to help myself, assist myself on that journey, but now how to assist others. Mm-hmm. And so it's all worthwhile, but yeah, then, you know, it goes more into like the witchy woo perhaps, but on a, a full moon, I had been doing all my herbs and I had been like really working with herbal medicine, the best way I knew how. And I just remember like outside under the full moon, like pleading and just being like, I'm ready. I'm ready to experience this. I'm ready. I feel like I faced these fears of like, what's going on on an emotional level to bring this up. And I feel like I'm ready to hold that space of love and safety for myself to welcome this back in. I'm ready. And it was like a plead and my arms were open. And then the following week I started my moon and I haven't missed a moon since. And that- was transformative when I was like we are powerful we are so powerful and we and I that kind of like reignited that for me and then you know little things like digestion and then finding herbs that would assist with that and balancing my stomach and there's so much that goes into play but yeah that was like a big experience for me where I was like okay like I love you herbs thank you for being a part of my life
0: oh I love Thank you again for sharing that. Cause I, I love that you spoke to the fact that as, as women not getting your moon, it's like, and, and I remember even going to an acupuncturist and them saying, like, if you're not getting your moon, that's a sign that something is off. Like that's for a woman that can be like one of the first telltale signs that something's Mm -hmm. not in balance and just all the emotions and the things that you had to go through of not getting that and questioning why, and the doctors not being able to help you at all. I mean, that doesn't even make any sense to me what they prescribed you. Like (laughs) it was so allow you to get your period back, but just the fact that even that visual of you, like praying to the earth Hmm. feels so magical. And the fact that it came back is
1: just, wow. I like got chills. Yeah. So thank you again for sharing that. Absolutely. I think that's the other thing is just this herbs are simply just a reminder. If anything, they ignite what's already within us. If they bring it, yes, they bring so much in, but it's really just strengthening the system. When you take immune boosting herbs, it's not the garlic that's bringing the immunity to you, it's the garlic that's strengthening the system that already exists within you. Mm -hmm. So we think if we are, if we, if there's the saying, we have everything we need. We think we need this, 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 this all around us, but within us exists everything that we need. And so simply everything around us and the medicine and the allies are catalysts, their support systems to ignite what already lives within us so that my immune system, we all have an immune system, whether it's firing or whether it's not, <laughs> and there's things that can ignite it. But I think it's really important just to remember, I will never be reliant or dependent on any substance when it comes to herbalism, as I work to continue to bring my body into balance. And I saw something on Instagram right before our call that I thought was really funny. Now that we're talking all of this, um, it says, if your doctor prescribes you medication without first asking you about nutrition, exercise, sunlight, enough sleep, nature, proper hydration, then you, you haven't got a doctor. What you have is a drug dealer and <laughs> wow, so, like so. just love to all doctors again. Like I, I have some of my closest friends have devoted their lives to being nurses and doctors. And I just like so much love because when we look at the system of where we're at now, based on results, like We have people who need onset attention, who they can't just like, I'm not going to say can't, but it's a blessing to be able to go and receive immediate attention. And like, I love that. And I'm so grateful and so feeling so blessed that we have access to that. This is just simply an invitation for people to return back to their power so that we can get more into the preventative. Like maybe you won't have to get to that point. And even if you are at that point, how can you really heal? really heal, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I'm curious too, about your journey with cacao. Cause I know cacao mm. is such a beautiful medicine for you. And I was I'm like literally getting chills thinking about it, but I was lucky enough to experience a kind of like a cacao ceremony that you held in this, um, backyard in Hawaii and on the Island of Hawaii. And you led this beautiful, like heart opening meditation and, It, like, I still think of that moment because it felt you just have a gift in holding space and. Allowing us to come back into ourselves. And it's like, I, you know, I barely knew you. And I just felt so connected to not only you, but the group of people that we were with. And it still is just like a standout moment for me. So just wanted to share that with everyone listening too, just to, to revel in the gift that you are. But would love to hear more about how you got started with cacao. I know you work with a farm in Mexico, correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, I would love to hear more about your work with cacao.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I'll dive into all that information first and foremost, for you to be able to experience me in that light and feel that energy. It really just shows a reflection of who you are and the open heart that you have. Like that was so easy to feel the moment that I saw you. I was just like, hi, oh my God. Like, I feel like we're already best friends, but that, (laughs) that really is it. It's yes. I bring that energy within me, but you brought that within yourself as well. So that's where like the magic happened. And that's what I want to point out to others as well. It's like, just like we need to see ourselves in that highlight where like, wow. Okay. That's a whole other topic, but I loved that moment. That moment was so special, so beautiful. And I'm so glad that it was so well received on your end and that it was a magical experience because every time I'm experiencing it or facilitating in that way, it's magical for me because it's a co-creative experience because other magical beings have come to sit with me and we're all in that experience together of like really being like, Wow. Okay. Here we go on this journey. (laughs) And the journey for all those listening is a cacao ceremony, simply, is a time to partake in drinking the medicine of cacao. And The medicine of cacao holds the power and ability to essentially open our heart, open our heart energy to where we're feeling love or we're feeling in a deeper way. And this is something I learned when I was young, living in Mexico. Um, My family moved there to go gain a cultural experience. And I'm so grateful for that. It really changed a lot in my life and invited so much good. In the part of that experience, I was walking in town and went to go purchase some cacao I like saw this little bar and like they call it little cacao bar and I was like oh yeah I'll go get some and then the auntie there who's giving me um, my cup of cacao said in Spanish and like forgive my Spanish it's been like four years since I've been back. So it's a little rusty, but she said that, remember that coffee open, stimulates your mind and cacao opens your heart. And I was taking this cup of cacao, like, huh, that's cute. Like didn't really, <laughs> like, thanks. And then I consumed the cacao and I walked out on the street and I was blown away. I was just like, I was seeing everybody and I was like, I love you. I love you. Like, I mean, I, I always had this like genuine, like, okay, like I can have love for the beings that are around me, but this time it was like, whoa, like I feel you like, and I feel happy. I feel good. I feel like, and literally in my chest started feeling like expansion in a way where I just kind of had this pause moment of like, she wasn't kidding. Like she really meant it. Like, this is really my heart is opening. And then I had the thought following shortly after if the world could use anything, it could use a little bit more people with an open heart. Okay. Well, and then it just kind of became simple joy from that moment of like, okay, well, I think I'm going to play a role in this. I think I'm going to offer this. How do I offer this? Can I offer this? And, and, it came from receiving permission from the Mexicans who grow this medicine of like I'm sharing with them my desire to share this medicine and received their permission and now work with a farm in Mexico that runs completely organically, ethically, ethically and sustainably, which that was a massive bonus to learn. Like I had no idea that that was the way they practice things until learning a little bit more So yeah, now I source cacao and offer it through my apothecary sacred moon apothecary and facilitate cacao ceremonies and send cacao out all over the world. Like really I've sent it to, I had a list, but it just blew me away. Like at one point I was sending, I was at the post office sending it to Denmark, India, Australia, a few places in Europe, other places in Europe and then like Canada and then in the United States. And I was just like, excuse me, like, I'm just like looking at my little soul of just being this like little messenger of medicine. And I absolutely love it. Like, I'm just like, wait, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If anything, me in this space, I like always return to many thank yous to be like, Mm. wow. Thank you so much. Thank you, planet. Thank you, medicine. Thank you. Like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That energy
0: that you exude is just infectious. Like I feel like I'm smiling so big right now. And Thank I God. will say like, I want to be sacred moon Apothecary's number one fangirl because <laughs> I have tried so much cacao. I was just in Mexico and Guatemala and was attending ceremony and your cacao is still my absolute favorite. There's mm-hmm. something about it that feels, I don't even know what it is, but it, I, I love it. And so I like want to be number one ambassador, sacred moon apothecary. Um, Absolutely. It's like it's so, <laughs> so magical and, and to be able to experience that and kind of even take what you taught me in that moment, in that cacao ceremony and kind of facilitate that for myself. And since that moment have facilitated for friends and, and brought that joy into other people. So even I love you saying that like your soul is that messenger of the medicine because Mm -hmm. you never know how many ripples like your, your experience and your energy like creates into the world. And so I can even like really see that reflected in my own life, even just that one moment and how that kind of opened up this whole pathway in a way
1: and this whole experience in a way. And so it's just really, really beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I resonate with everything you shared. Just Number one, I fangirl over my own stuff all the time because it is what I offer really is my, my love, my passions, the things that I consume on a daily basis, the things that I'm like, this changed my life. Therefore, here you go world. Like, and I'm just so grateful that it's well-received. It's medicine to have that reciprocation. It's like, oh wow. You know, so thank you. And I would say that my experience with cacao realizing it opened up a huge door for me because I recognized that again, something of medicine, a plant, not only facilitated something physically, but emotionally as well. And then I started going deeper into the emotions and the energetics behind plants and herbalism. And then also within myself of like, what am I experiencing on a physical level that may be of discord? And is it possible that there are is an emotional root? to this physical discord? Mm
0: -hmm. Is it
1: emotions that are causing this? Because I started learning how emotion is simply energy in motion. And if with that being said, there's always energy in motion everywhere, but when there becomes stagnancy and discord, it means there's like that energy that's in motion something's not well within whatever's happening there mm-hmm. so then i learned of the realm of metaphysical anatomy and that's also what i offer sessions for and assisting people to gain clarity on the root emotional cause as to what's happening for them on a physical level understanding what's going on on an emotional route and that it just so deeply intertwines with the world of herbalism as well to be able to assist people once they know, okay, here's what emotions I'm going through. And sometimes once we know, we're like, okay, my back has been hurting me my entire life. And this is an example and just be like, what is going on then to figure out the root emotional cause to that. And then to be like, but how do I move through this? How do I heal from this? That there's not herbalism that not only assist in the physical way to re-strengthen the physical body but to be like hey the emotions that you've been feeling that also facilitated this we're going to work through those too and so that it's been like cacao really for me that's what it opened up the doors to is just recognizing what power it holds to really open ourselves up to our healing to really face and look at ourselves not in a space of anger or shame or guilt but in a space of just raw reflection of like We're just seeing ourselves in this like space of love. That's why I love the medicine so much.
0: Yeah. And I love that you, that cacao is what opened up you up to metaphysical anatomy. Cause I don't think I've ever really heard about it. I mean, I've heard you talk about it a bit, but It's so interesting because I think that's, again, so against what we've been taught to believe that it's like, okay we're feeling a physical ailment. Like, for example, I was feeling like arthritis symptoms almost in my hands Mm -hmm. like two weeks and it got like really bad to the point where I was like, oh, my gosh, do I have like early on onset arthritis. Like I'm 27 year old years old. Like, like how, how is that a thing? And it was also around the same time as like my moon cycle. And then after I released my moon cycle, I don't have the pain anymore. And so that is, that is something for me to explore, but it's like, even when something like that happens, it's like, what is, what can we do to tune into that? Like, okay, something's hurting. Something's not feeling in alignment what's the first step to dig into that a little deeper and be like, okay, what could that be? What could that mean? Cause I think my brain goes into overdrive of like, all right, what does that mean? Like, is it because I'm using it in a, in a weird way or is it because I'm like feeling resentment or like, am I holding on to something and kind of getting into like this mind loop of all the different possibilities that it might be. So what would you say for kind of, yeah, when, when people are feeling those ailments or discord in their body, what's the first
1: step to kind of tune in and and see where that journey wants to take you? First of all, the first step of tuning in is exactly what you did. Just becoming self-aware of being like, you started asking questions. You started just kind of seeking to understand to seek Mm -hmm. to understand is such a powerful tool and so you did that with your body from what i'm hearing you say is you started being like is it this is it this is it this what's happening huh Mm -hmm. rather than just being like i need something to fix this what is this you didn't even what shows me like what that shows me is that you're an accountable being you're really aware of that you're creator of your existence you're creator of your reality because you're tuning in to being like okay reset who what's happening and that's powerful space to be. So I would just say for anyone who's kind of going through something physically, who's like, Whoa, what do I do? Returning to that space of just seeking to understand and self-awareness and being really open to what comes up and like really not doubting what your body is sharing with you. And and then it would be like work to seek guidance. Again, Like there's lots of books that offer insight on metaphysical anatomy. In my experience, having support in this way is such a, powerful tool. So that's where like why I have worked so long to be able to get to that space of being able to offer and hold support. Because when someone finds out what that root emotional cause is, sometimes it's really difficult to face it. Sometimes it's like, well, there's a reason it caused physical discord in my body because I don't know how to face it, because I don't want to look at it, because I my body hasn't processed it. I So how am I supposed to process it now, you know? So it's really beautiful to be in a session. And like, when that comes up to have it be like, okay, here's the root emotional cause. Does that resonate? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, that really does. Okay. Beautiful. Now we're going to pull in some herbal allies that are going to assist with rewiring and redirecting and restrengthening this space. And then continuing to offer tools and guidance on like how we can hold space for ourselves And a lot of the time, that's why I love that humans, we heal together. We should be, we should be in communities and together and healing and supporting. And so when we have that space of support around us, it's like beautiful to be like, yes, I can hold space and love myself. But like another soul is sitting here saying, I'm holding space for you. I love you. I see you. You're doing great. You're doing life beautifully. And just be like, wow. Okay. Like many times when I have received the insight of you're doing life beautifully. Do you know how relieving that is to hear when you're like, man, I'm like,
0: I didn't get old. It really doesn't get old because we do need to be held and seen and just reminded. It's like, we can get so caught up in our own stories of like, Oh, I'm not doing this right. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you sit back, when you take that step back and realize like, I am doing this, there's no right or wrong way, and I'm like, I'm doing it. The fact that I'm alive is enough. So returning back to that truth, I think is so helpful because we can all get caught up in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just returning to that space is so powerful. Again, to answer your question of when someone's seeking to understand like, those first steps, I would say like, once someone is really familiar with their selves in that body and their self-awareness, um, then they like maybe after some sessions, they're they're good. They're like, okay, I kind of have an overview idea of how my body is processing emotions right now and where discord might be lying and how I'm going to heal this and how I'm going to move forward. Then after that point, they're set up with the tools to be able to move forward and take on life in that like kind of independent way. They're now strong and they' will forever be healing <laughs> will forever be expanding. But yeah, that's where I really saw the need and the call to open up the space to assist people in this way to be like, so what are you going through on a physical level? Okay. Here are the root emotional causes to that. So I'd say those are the first steps of course, opening up the door for my sessions as well, to be able to gain clarity because it's a confusing world at first to be like, I think it's weird as well. Like if it's the first time, it's kind of weird to think an emotion caused or could have caused, you know, And we think about how trauma is linked into our body. So it could be that it's not what just has recently happened. It could be something that happened years ago that at the time, maybe you were younger and you had no idea how to process it. And there's no shame or guilt there. It's really just our bodies are phenomenal and like so wise that we have coping mechanisms and even disassociative minds that we can really suppress some things to just survive, honestly. So if we're young and we're going through a traumatic experience, we don't know how to handle it. Our body's going to be like, don't worry. Like we're going to link into survival mode and we're going to continue. But along somewhere along the line, we got to look at the things that, that got buried during survival mode. Mm -hmm. And I think it's wise of our body that, you know, as we gain more insight and awareness, as we get older, we now have the tools and essentially we're in a new light to be able to look back on some of those moments and bring them up, but hold them in a new light, hold them in love that maybe we weren't able to when that first occurred. And so, yeah, that's a brief overview of metaphysical anatomy. (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's such a beautiful way to put it that because,
0: because it's like, we all have those experiences that we haven't fully processed as children because we're children, Mm -hmm. but maybe, I don't know. I haven't heard it framed in that way of, you know, the beauty of growing older and uh, gaining more tools and insight and awareness is that ability to then hold ourselves instead of kind of like, oh, well, I wish that didn't happen. Or I wish that someone had given me the tools and space. Like I wish someone had held the space for me then. So I could have processed it then instead of burying it underneath and then having to deal with this later. Cause I know that throughout my I've been on like a healing journey for the past couple of years, hmm. really looking into some of my childhood trauma. And I know I've shared a little bit on the podcast about it too, but I think there was this feeling of like, uh, not yeah, this feeling of like, kind of like I didn't get what I needed. And I think a lot of us can have that, that. I think all of us have that on some level of like, wow, I didn't get what I needed. But I think what's so beautiful is being able to have the resources now as an adult to give yourself what you didn't get. And that is like the healing. And that's kind of what we all have to do. It's like, it's, it's everyone's journey in a way to be able to give ourselves the things that we didn't get. So I don't know why it made me think of that, but that kind of, that was
1: beautiful. Yeah. It's just the medicine when we recognize that life experience is simply medicine. Someone said to me once, what if it's all medicine? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, what if this all is for our good? So, okay. So if it is true that it is all for my good, then I'm going to start seeing and searching really deeply sometimes when I'm like, how could this be for my good? How is this for my benefit? (laughs) Um, But then we, as I seek to understand that, and as I challenge myself to find that in scenarios that are difficult, I begin to see that medicine more and more appearing because I also see that those maybe it's an experience, or maybe it's someone who facilitated that experience in my life where it's hard, like hard, difficult and heavy and dark, and something that I'm just like, whoa, like that was not okay. Like, what is going on? But it's the difficult experiences that are facilitators of our greatest growth. And so when we grow, how could we be bitter about that? How could we be like, I grew, I expanded, and honestly, quite the most beautiful way. So when I look at that experience now, when I look at that heavy, dark experience, it's, I love you. And I thank you, because you were the facilitator of my greatest growth. And I think that's a really, I mean, we're going into deep stuff, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's like a really key factor to think like, what if it's all medicine? And I give props to every single human on this planet right now, living a human life and human experience, because it is not easy, but it shows how powerful our souls are, that we're willing to show up and be like, I want to know myself. I want to know myself and experience myself as loving. I want to experience myself as forgiving. I want to experience myself as excited and happy. What does it feel like to get so angry? I have no idea until I get into a physical body that processes emotion and is like, feeling that rage. And we begin to see there's no negative light in, in the way that we go through life essentially. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that when we see that the full spectrum is beautiful, we no longer hold ourselves in this, like you're doing it wrong or you're doing it right. You know, it's like, what if we're just doing it beautifully, just living, just being, you know, so yeah. Okay.
0: That's that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It made me think about how brave we are as souls to show up now too, in these times, because I feel like we are the the people that are shifting the energy of the planet and we're all doing it together. So that's beautiful too. But I've, I've had this thought in the this question in the back of my mind that I'm curious to hear your perspective about, and I want to call it plant medicine, but we've been talking Mm -hmm. about plants and medicine and they're all medicine and everything is medicine, but specifically things like marijuana or psilocybin or ayahuasca, I just Mm kind of wanted to hear your perspective on those plants. And if you've had experience with them or yeah, what are your thoughts on kind of using those like deeper plants to, to gain a different consciousness for levels of healing?
1: Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So in regards to the three that you listed off marijuana, psilocybin and ayahuasca, I've experienced marijuana and psilocybin, but haven't experienced ayahuasca. I was actually talking with a friend yesterday of I'm definitely open to ayahuasca. I just really know that my soul will tell me when I haven't felt that full. I felt curiosity. I felt like, wow, Ooh, like, man, like that seems like quite a journey, but I just trust and know that it's going to be like, it is time, and I'll be ready for that experience. And in the realm of starting with marijuana, my experience with that, I grew up in a very religious household and community where that was like, absolutely not. And I think for a lot of people, it's just kind of scary because it's like a, it, you know, it can be abused so easily. And it's just like, not really knowing just like anything else. If we don't have the education, it's a little bit like either we come up with an initial judgment of like, Oh, that is not good. I've seen the people who do it and they are just gone. They're just kind of numb and they're, you know, it's like that, that interesting space that we go to when we're not fully educated. And so just like any kid at a young age, I think it's, I was introduced and was like, Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to experience this. And I at first really didn't my experience with it was like, Oh, I don't like how I feel. Whoa. My head is like spinning. Oh, I feel a little bit like anxious. This is like, I was just super confused on how my body was like taking it this in. So at first I began to think like, Oh, okay, this isn't for me, but I think I was just in it in a very casual way where like, it was kind of like with friends and like, aha, let's smoke a joint, you know? And as soon as I started treating it like medicine where And then when I consume it, it's like, and I have like a smoke or something, I'm like, having it in a new light and a new energy where I'm seeing it as medicine, I really see its power and ability to allow me to unravel different thought processes in my mind and really sit with myself. And in my experience, I journal, I like write and write and write and have insights and clarity of like deep things that I'm like, wow, like, and some emotions come up and I'm like, Whoa, like I didn't really realize I was hanging on to this, like, Ooh, and I'm processing and writing things. And then I, so it's a, facilitator of that. And also the way that I like see life bringing in joy and bringing in laughter and like all these beautiful things. And then I've also completely honest, seen it be that cover up, that numb, that like life is really hard. I just want to be happy right now. And I've been very conscious of this because it's something that's, I think a lot of people that's that fine balance between. And so I think with anything in life, there deserves to be honor and respect. And when we kind of treat it in that light way, when it's a casual way, when it's this la la la, then we, we kind of miss, we're not in touch with what really deserves to be there. And so I've known for myself, I go in flows where it's like, well, I'm really not in touch here. I'm just kind of using this versus tune back in and be like, reconnect with this medicine, give it the honor and respect that it deserves and maybe take a break and be like, I don't need this medicine right now. Then return to it and be like, all right. So that's my experience with marijuana. And I think it's a absolute beautiful medicine. I am so forever grateful for it. Like seriously, my heart holds so much love for something that I heard demonized for so long to now see it as like a beautiful medicine. It's just, I was learning through experience how to be wise with it and yeah. as medicine then with psilocybin whew, this has been a journey I like heard about people going through their mushroom journeys and they were like oh like I just feel so much better and like we had so much fun and these deeper insights and deeper healing and like and I even saw like I would watch people on their journeys and I would watch as they were like like by journeys, I mean, just life journey and hear them. And they would say like, you know, maybe the course of six months, they were kind of experiencing with psilocybin every now and again, and like having these deep emotional releases and experiences. And then I watched their lives blossom. I watched them blossom. I like, I felt like I fully saw them too. And I'm just like witnessing this before I ever experienced it. I'm just like, wow, like, wow. Like, I mean, their businesses are flourishing. They're flourishing. Like, wow and so it definitely led to curiosity and one of my first experiences with it was like up on the top of um this mountain here in Kauai with my friends and it was in a very respectful ceremonial sense where it was like we knew what kind of medicine we were taking in it wasn't a party it wasn't like yeah let's go rage like anything (laughs) like that it was like very much in tune with the earth and um it was the first time I felt like I fully sank into this body in a way that I felt safe. And if it's like an interesting to talk about it, but like I felt like so much of my life, I like there's this ethereal realm that I lived in and sometimes go back to because it's where I'm safe. It's like, I don't really want to be in my body here on this planet. So sometimes I just kind of exist in the clouds and my mind and in my beautiful thoughts. And I'm not really here. I'm not really grounded. And like, So with psilocybin, I fully was like, whoa, I remember putting my hands on the soil, like underneath me and being like, I feel everything. And a lot of emotions came up, but then it was like, I feel everything. And then it was like, this is amazing. This is like fantastic. This is like so exciting to see this happening for myself. And of course, when emotions came up, it was beautiful to like, I really felt like, them processing rather than just like, well, they're here, but I don't even know how to handle them. They're just here and I'm experiencing it. It was like, as I'm feeling it, I can feel my whole body shifting and seeing things in a new light. I'm sure. I don't know. We're going into a lot of details, but after that experience, I have had like maybe under like five times of experiencing it really, truly it rewires wires and resets things for me in a way that when I take on life and when I view things again, it's like, I'm in a perspective that I feel fully aware that I'm like, and it doesn't make a lot of people are scared of like, I think it's healthy to hear that. It's like, once you experience it, there's always like this feeling of like, well, you'll be, you know, addicted to it. You just want it again and again. And again, if you have that most amazing experience, you just want it again, again, again. And I think a really important thing is like, they've been doing so many studies recently proving against that, you know, of course anyone can do whatever they want, but like when someone's going into it for healing, like what actually happens is sometimes you're going through deep emotional releases. Like you're not really wanting to be like, Oh, I want to dive right back into that. You know, (laughs) it doesn't have you like, it's really powerful in that way. And so, yeah, I would just say like with those specific medicines use discernment 100% and trust your inner guidance system. If your inner guidance system is saying, no, listen, it's okay to be like, it's not in resonance right now. That's absolutely okay. And like, to use discernment. And if it never is okay, it's never okay. There's so many sources of medicine on this planet, but it is beautiful to know that we do have some like unraveling deep wisdom coming up right now on the planet where people are realizing there's a lot of ways to do this human life. And there's some ways here that people have found, maybe not like, I don't like to use the word shortcut, but it's like, if you really want to dive deep, If you really want to know, if you really want to like fully see essentially in self-awareness and connected to this planet and this earth, like psilocybin mushrooms have been a beautiful catalyst for that. I also take mushrooms daily of lion's mane, cordyceps, chaga, like Mm -hmm. reishi. It's those are some of my greatest allies. And like, we could do a whole podcast about mushrooms and my love for them because they're really, I've told people like, even my dad laughs at me, but I'm like, mushrooms will save this planet. Like agaricon is like an amazing mushroom, a turkey tail, an amazing mushroom, both that have proven to boost our immune system against viruses. Like the world doesn't want to talk about, but it is fascinating. And this is where my mind is like, whoa, we need to, we need to bring this knowledge up. So thank you to you for, I'm here just like spitting out all my knowledge of like here's this this and this but you're broadcasting this like your power your gift to be like okay we're gonna find it we're gonna make sure the world hears it that's like (laughs) such a gift and so thank you for doing what you do
0: oh thank
1: you yeah thank you i'm so
0: glad i asked that question because that was kind of still pinging me to ask Mm -hmm. and it opened up I just find a lot of resonance in what you said about it being this tool for processing and this tool for moving through some of that. And, and like we've been talking about it, it is hard to sit with yourself, especially when you don't have the tools or resources to do that. But, but I found in my experience and I know everyone can have such a different experience, but like specifically with marijuana, I haven't, I've yet to experience psilocybin, but I have experienced marijuana and ayahuasca and the portals of healing that both of those plants have opened up were are. It, it, it's opened up my understanding of the universe, of myself, of my relationships, right. like of everything. And that level of awareness and perspective that like, I can't get when I'm in my life because I'm in it. It's mm-hmm. like that level perspective is just, it's everything because it allows me to see more clearly. It allows me to understand the bigger picture instead of being mm-hmm. so in it and kind of like life life moving me and me reacting instead of having that, like, like we've been saying this kind of step back and like, okay, whoa, what's actually going on here. So I found that to be super helpful. And I, I think the way that you explained that too just like really, again, gave us permission to feel the medicine that these plants have to offer and to trust your inner calling and your <laughs> your intuition with them, because it's not, Mm -hmm. not every plant is going to be for every person. You are Mm -hmm. going to find the ones that you connect with. And so I think that's just a really beautiful example of that.
1: Yeah. I love everything you shared of just that perspective. It made me think about that, like comes for you as you participate with this medicine. And like, it makes me think about, I want to just ask the question to like the mass collective of like, have you ever taken a narcotic and thought, wow, I have an insightful new perspective on life. <laughs> I don't think so. In my experience, when I see someone who is on narcotics, it's, I, I hate it. Cause I just don't feel them. I'm like, where did you go? Like you're gone. And like, you're glazed over. And actually what's coming up is kind of a freaky energy. Like, I don't know if I like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so And they, and then they come out of their, the drugs wear off and they don't even remember what happened. They're just left with their pain. And I'm like, that's pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you just do that? Of like, when you could have perhaps taken something or done something that would bring you the same kind of, in a sense, like a euphoric, like, wow, like I'm feeling myself or I feel relief. So everybody's just searching for a relief, you know? So if you can gain, like I love marijuana for so many reasons, but one of them is like the relief of pain or relief of something that's on a onset, but then it, it's like a processing. It's like an internalizing. And a lot of people say they feel really inward. You know, they feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm just so in my thoughts. And it's like, what are you trying to escape? I don't know. Like, what is this showing you? What are you really deeply internalizing? And of course, so many thoughts can come up. So just I think it's smart too if you're going to like work with medicine that you've never worked with, especially these would say, I would say, use caution, use great discernment with these two that we're specifically talking about, or the three, um, of like specifically marijuana, psilocybin and ayahuasca use great discernment and recognize that you have the power within you to get to these places without these medicines. However, these medicines are allies to assist you to get there you could spend lifetimes and lifetimes searching to get to these places that these medicines when given and in the correct form and with the proper facilitation can bring great immense healing. And so that's where I just want to offer the distinguishing factor of like, really, are you healing or are you covering things up? And I think for us, every human to have like that self-reflection moment and it still happens for me all the time. I'm a human. I have, the feelings and emotions that I don't know how to process on a daily basis, or maybe it's been a month and I'm like, oh, oh, I haven't really looked at that. You know, and I realize I've kind of just been shoving it down, covering it up. And so we're always going through that. But if we can continuously ask ourselves this question, have I just been numbing things and, or am I really willing to look at things here? And I think that's where, if we're looking for a relief, especially from, I think pain, pain is pain and pain is, you know, a really interesting one where I think a lot of people find safety in their pain. Mm. And it's like a space where they feel like they can just be, they're like, they don't really know who they are without their pain. So Mm. essentially their pain is them. And there's some sort of like, well, this is life and this is all I know life to be. And so I have a lot of compassion for people who experience pain and I have a lot of compassion for why they use narcotics or heavy drugs, because it takes the pain away and God, like no one wants to live in that pain. Mm. Um, And so with that, for me, when I found out there are herbs that do relieve pain that can assist with that, and especially adding on top the metaphysical anatomy work, like processing the deep underlying emotions, man, then you're more not reliant on something that is actually, you know, not healing us. We're now working with something that's assisting our healing journey to bring into perspective. Someone could be like, well, what if I broke my leg? What if I broke my femur? Like what, like Of course, that's why I'm so grateful for Western medicine to kind of bring that instant relief in a sense to assist our body, but comfrey, (laughs) comfrey is an herb that has cell regenerative properties. Excuse me. What? So many people want to say that like, Oh no, once it's like, no, that's not possible, especially in our brain. They like people like once there's brain damage, it's done. Well, they're proving against that. Just look up lion's mane mushroom and then tell me it's not the most fascinating thing in the world to actually see neural pathways reconnect in our mind (laughs) and then see cells regenerating. But on a level of like physical structure in our body, comfrey is for our bones and it actually rebuilds the cellular structure of our bones. Like it is possible and it happens and people have proven it. And it's like, why aren't we talking about this? (laughs) So there's a way there's a path. And if I love that you're facilitating this moment to like bring this communication out, because I can just think and feel about every soul who's listening to this and there, and I, it's the best feeling just to hear like, there is a path, there is an option and there is a possibility for actual deep healing. And it's pretty freaking cool. So (laughs) I love anyone who's able to like dive into that realm for themselves. Yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, and
0: and that makes me think that one of the things that I do love sharing on this podcast are resources.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: that's anything either in the herbalism world like is there a book or a podcast or something that you found was a really great resource for you mm-hmm. or anything that you're currently really inspired by, something that we can check out, something just to kind of like share the love, share the knowledge and and kind of spark something for people listening if they want to dive into something deeper, have, have a resource
1: to support them to do that. Mm. What I'm really excited about is when I finish my book, I'm writing a book on the spirit of the herb. So like the, I've been working like, so if I am holding like, so here's like a sage bundle, but like, if I'm working with the herb and I'm like internalizing it, even having like an experience with it, I want something that's for myself. I've wanted this resource for so long. But so that's why I'm creating it. But to have this book is going to talk about the spirit that lies within every herb and the emotional aspect of every herb and what it really assists us through on an energetic level versus just like, oh, peppermint is good for your digestion. You know, (laughs) it's like, okay, well, what is peppermint doing? It's like opening up, it's releasing, it's bringing ease to and all on an energetic level but so that would be a resource that has yet to come but stay tuned because that's like i'm so stoked for that but i would say the best resource that i can offer is there's i mean like you walk into the library and just go to the section on herbs (laughs) and i couldn't tell you one specific book but just let yourself begin to welcome in the medicine of that knowledge essentially because i and i would say the next one is so yes through books but also let yourself have that personal experience i would say that's the best above all else so again pick the physical element that you're going through that's like kind of causing some like physical discord and look up herbs that may be able to assist with that and then of course look up like what's the proper dosage what could i take and again majority of all the herbs that you're going to be working with are going to be really safe, especially if you're looking online and a blog post recommends them. And of course, again, I am not a doctor. I do not diagnose and or treat. So I just goes that of anything I share is simply just my insight suggestion based on my own experience, but that would be based on my personal experience my recommendation is just to get to know the herbs on a personal level and like simple ones like lavender and rose and chamomile and like, uh, digestion herbs and like burdock to cleanse your liver. And like, there's so much that goes into that. And of course I feel like we can do a whole other podcast on metaphysical anatomy in general and like the emotions and being like, okay, what herbs would we use for this specific emotion? Or yeah,
0: like, <laughs> I love that you're writing a book. That's so exciting. So you'll definitely have to keep us, you know, let us know when that comes out, but yeah. Lastly, how can people find you? How can they connect with you? How can they learn more about your metaphysical anatomy sessions and also order your cacao, which everyone, if you are looking for some cacao, absolutely order from sacred moon
1: apothecary because it's just beyond. So yeah. What's the best place to connect with you? I love your love for it. It lights me (laughs) up. I'm just like, oh. And the thing, that's what really everyone I work offer the cacao to. What I've loved is that that's been the experience for everybody that my love for it has been reciprocated through the love of others. And so yes, more than happy to ship out cacao to whoever's listening and wherever you are in the world to do it all. But to book a session for a metaphysical anatomy session and to gain clarity and awareness on what's happening within The metaphysics, which means the emotions, essentially the energy that's living within your body and how that can be causing and is the root cause of physical discord that you're experiencing to gain first and foremost, the most essential step is awareness and acknowledgement of those things. And then to receive guidance through herbalism on how you can bring your body into a more balanced state would be reach out to me through my Instagram is probably the best way. And that can either be through my sacred moon apothecary one or my personal one, Bria Zoe. And yeah, so I think you'll have those listed in the show notes, I'm sure. But uh, Bria Zoe, it's just Bria B-R-I-A-Z-O-E underscore. And then sacred moon apothecary is the other one. So yeah. And that is how you can reach me, and I like every time I record a podcast with someone, my heart is so full because I can already just feel all the souls who are just like about to message or they're feeling it, and they're like, "Wait, I want," and I I'm feeling a little bit, maybe I shouldn't. I'm like, "Yes, like welcome, like you heard this for a reason because you're like Leia, you are offering this beautiful medicine of like getting the medicine out there, like really letting it be known, really letting, and like people need that. Like, how else are they gonna?" get it you know unless you come with forward with your medicine so just thank you love and it's an honor connecting with you again and hope you come back to Hawaii to be able to connect again soon and that would be fun so or maybe a cow ceremony that would be a dream I feel like it will absolutely happen but
0: yeah I just wanted to say thank you so much I mean even yeah just the energy that you bring I think when we get together, it it like, like you said, like feeling the people that are listening, it's like, I can feel them here now in this room. And, and it hasn't even happened yet. Like, but it, but it also has happened because everything's happening at once. So it just reminds me how connected we all are and how yeah you will be led to the things that you need so if someone's listening now it's like you were listening because you needed to hear this message for whatever reason yeah. and trusting yeah. in that is like the most beautiful reminder of just how magical of a world we live in and so mm-hmm. thank you thank you so much so grateful for you and yeah we're going to we're going to ha- hang out in hawaii and have market ceremonies
1: <laughs> and all of that amazing love wow you were seriously so powerful again i can't reiterate again just my gratitude and thank yous to you for doing what you do and facilitating this for people to listen like that's huge it really is so just thank you i hope you enjoyed that episode and
0: thank you so much for listening if you like this episode please feel free to share it with a friend and tell them what inspired you shining your creative soul.